The Hand of Brass. Episode 1, An Affair to Remember. Duncan subtly scanned about the cathedral. The wedding guests seemed happy, which was a nice change from the last wedding he guarded, which had been a very somber, almost dreary event. I see no signs of uninvited guests. At least so far, my lord. Hmm? Say again? No intruders, my lord. Ah, yes. Well, for the money I'm spending on you to be my best man, I sure hope you'll be at the top of your game. Kylina's brother, Kelm, has been against our nuptials from the very beginning, and I am more than willing to bet my reputation that he's going to come in with an armed brigade screaming, I object! Or something of the sort. <sighs> Fix your hair. It's coming undone, and everyone is staring. My apologies, sire. But I must say, if their attentions are brought to the slightest imperfections, then I believe the guests are all against this union. Should I dispatch them immediately? Duncan, I'm not paying you for your smart assery. I hired you because the best men are a guild of highly trained swordsmen. You are to ensure that my soon-to-be brother-in-law does not stop this wedding, and to look put together while doing it. Understood, my lord. Why does Lord Kelm want to stop this union? Oh, something about how my father was unsavory in a trade deal with the family's business. I won't bore you with the details. The last thing I need is yawning on my special day. Kelm feels his sister was meant for someone greater than I. He probably feels his rat of a cousin, Edward, would be better suited. I should have had you shave your moustache. It is far fuller than mine. I feel you're outshining me. I... Oh. A tall, beautiful woman in an ivory gown walked slowly down the aisle, followed by six servants holding her immense cathedral-length veil. As she made her way to her future husband, her eyes caught with Duncan's, and she subtly winked at him. Duncan raised a confused eyebrow. Watcher, be with us all. Please be seated. Duncan wished for more excitement in life. Though there were plenty of weddings to guard as a best man, Duncan was becoming bored. It was the same ceremony time and time again. The weddings were so similar that Duncan theorized they used the same wedding planner who did the same decor, music, and food for each noble wedding and made a handsome fee for reusing the same rudimentary garbage. He felt things wouldn't be nearly as monotonous if he was contracted for different types of wedding, such as elven, dwarven, or an orc wedding. Then at least he could learn a new take on the ancient tradition of holy matrimony. And if anyone here knows of any reason why these two should not be joined under Adon the Watcher's grace, speak now or forever hold your peace. Here we go. To Duncan's disappointment, nothing happened, and the ceremony went on as planned. Or did it? I object! I will not have my sister marry such a despicable scoundrel! Her hand is meant for our cousin Edward, son and heir to the great Candasian fortune! In the name of our mighty god, the Watcher Adon, I, Kel, brother to Kylina the Virtuous, demand that this wedding cease and that she be escorted from the vicinity forthwith! Good sir, this is a private affair. Please take your compatriots and leave immediately. 
A hand touched Duncan's shoulder. He turned his head to see Kylina standing uncomfortably close to him. Duncan, if this resorts to violence, promise me you will not kill my brother. Merely teach him a lesson. Do what you want with his two brigands, but ensure my brother lives. Understood? Duncan nodded, but then felt her hand graze his buttocks before standing back with her future husband. Duncan shook his head in disbelief. What a weird day this is becoming. Shall we dance, my lords? This is a wedding, after all. Gentlemen, kill him! So we can be done with this! The first to charge was a man with a high forehead and thin, greasy hair. He lunged at Duncan with ferocity. But Duncan sidestepped and carried his sword away. Grabbing the man's head, he pushed him down, cracking his skull on the solid oak pew. His companion, a heavyset bald man, ran at Duncan with a mighty roar, raising his sword high to chop down on Duncan's head. With deft expertise, Duncan blocked the strike and shunted the bald man's blade out of the way, leaving the brigand's huge stomach exposed. Duncan's blade swiftly impaled the man. Placing his foot on the bald man's knee, he kicked back the dying brigand, freeing his sword from the man's gut. The greasy-haired man crawled to his dropped sword, while Duncan stomped on his hand, preventing him from picking the weapon up. Duncan then pointed his sword to Kelm. May I have this next dance, Lord Kelm? I hear you are a fine swordsman. Leaving so soon? The Lionheart was a quiet little tavern on the northern edge of the city. Martin the barkeep was wiping the bar while talking with Duncan. So then what happened? Nothing, really. I was paid my end and that was it. You sound disappointed. <sighs> it's the same job every time. Same music, same decor, even the same old priest. I swear, he's the same priest who's married everyone since the beginning of time. And trust me, I have worked many weddings, and it is always him. So I have to stand there and listen to him for hours for someone to barge in with a sword and start waving their arms around in a grandiose fashion, screaming, I object, as if they are the first person to ever do such a thing. They typically leave after a brief confrontation, and maybe if I'm lucky, they'll attack. But there's no challenge there because they're just some belligerent boob who can barely hold a sword, let alone swing one. I need a change of scenery. Could you pour me another glass, please? You fancy elven wine, don't ya? Nothing surpasses the light medium bodies, the smoothness, the complex flavors. We humans can't come close. Have you tried Alamendian wine? It's all one note and taste corked. But you can't expect art from our warmongering neighbors. Is it true that there is still political unrest with them? I tell you, if it weren't for the alliance with the Berenian Orcs, we would have been done for. The peace treaties have been signed, but I'm not convinced things will remain peaceful for long. King Titus will seek revenge when we least expect it, I'm sure. He's not the kind of man just to back down. Excuse me, my lord. Are you Duncan? I am. Got a message for you, sir. It's urgent. Who from? Alvin woman. Don't rightly know her name, sir. But she seems to know of you. Gave me quite a good description. Human, shorter in height, full, well-groomed mustache. Seems to fit your description down to a T. Here are some ducats for your service. Watch her be with you. And to you, sir. Duncan had worried it was actually from Kylina, but breathed a sigh of relief when he did not see her signature. Dear Duncan the best man, Two weeks ago, I witnessed your swordsmanship and courage demonstrated at Lord Elon's wedding, and I profess I was very impressed. It is no small feat to take on two fierce warriors simultaneously as if they were nothing more than a minor inconvenience. 
I know that typically a best man is contracted to protect those who are about to be married, but I have a proposition for you for a potentially lengthy and very dangerous contract. Meet me at the old Watchtower ruins just south of the city tomorrow morning. I trust you know the one I'm referring to. If not, I have already drawn a map on the opposite side of this letter in the off chance you're not familiar. I look forward to working with you. Sincerely, Celine Lemaine. Duncan hastily slammed a fistful of ducats on the table and ran for the door. Ow! Son of a bitch! But not without tripping over a chair on his way out. The morning was frigid as Duncan left the city down to the old watchtower ruins. The map that Selene had drawn was crude at best, but Duncan had lived in the area long enough that he did not need it. As he approached, he saw a figure fall from the top of the tower, and suddenly a blinding blue light flashed from it. In an instant, an elven woman lay at his feet, face down in the grass. Are you alright? Perfectly fine. <laughs> Thank you, sir. What in the Watcher's name were you doing all the way up there? And how is it that you're standing? That was at least a two-story fall. I appreciate you helping me get up, kind sir, but I am waiting for someone of great importance. Oh, it's you, Duncan! You are Duncan, aren't you? Last I checked. You're in armor instead of your ceremonial tunic, so I didn't recognize you for a moment. <laughs> Apologies for the scare. I thought I'd test a spell I've been working on while I waited. You see, it helps you lessen a fall so that you don't get hurt as much when you impact with the ground. As they say, it's not usually the fall that kills you, it's more the landing that does it. It can most definitely come in handy, especially because of where we are going. Oh, I just realized I haven't introduced myself. I'm Sorceress Celine Lemaine. I'm sorry, did you say sorceress? Yes. Didn't I specify that in the letter? Does that change anything? No, but I do typically prefer to know the details of what I'm getting myself into. Oh, yes, of course. Apologies, I tend to let my hand and brain run away when I'm writing a letter. I can forget some key details. To give some context, I'm a member of the Draconian Order of Mages, and I represent a historical and archaeological sector of the group. I'm currently tasked to head into the mountains of Horusain to do some research in some dwarven ruins, and I'm in need of an extra set of hands to ensure the mission goes smoothly. Unfortunately, we at the Order are short on capable hands. It is never a good idea to go through the mountain alone. Even if one has capable magical abilities, that is just silly to be going in there solo. So what do you say? We are able to pay you a handsome sum of ducats for your time and protective services, plus your travel expenses. Hold on, let me see if I got this straight. You're telling me you want to head into an abandoned city, located in the heart of a mountain range that can only be reached by traversing countless winding caverns filled with cave-ins, underground cliffs, and flesh-eating monsters. Do I have that right? In short, yes. You've hired yourself a best man. When do we leave? Hi, my name's Cass, and I'm one of the actors on The Hand of Brass. I want to thank you so much for listening. It really is appreciated that you've taken the time to come on this adventure with us. If you liked what you heard, please like, subscribe, and share all of our content. Keep up to date on what we're doing and follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Hand of Brass. And if you'd like to help support us, check us out on Patreon. Thanks for listening.